Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Today, I'm going to talk about how do you save money in your family law case, and I'm going to give you 10 different options from least expensive to most expensive. So let's dive in. First and foremost, the least expensive, at least in terms of attorney's fees, is to represent yourself, which is known as pro se litigation. So that's not that uncommon for people to represent themselves. I would only recommend it if you have a simplified or very simple family law case. So a simplified dissolution of marriage in Florida is where there are no minor children and where there is no support being paid, either obviously child support, because there's no minor children, or alimony. So there's no support, there's probably just a fairly simple equitable distribution in the case, and pro se may well be an option, save you a lot of money. I have seen um, some horror stories with pro se when they should have had at least some advice Uh, from an attorney, maybe just an initial consult where the other side could have easily paid for their attorney's fees. I've done videos on how the court awards attorney's fees in cases. If there's a disparity in income, the other side has the ability to pay it and you don't. So at least meet with an attorney one time, if at all possible. But the least expensive from just an uh, outright attorney fee Uh, situation is to represent yourself pro se. Number two, ad hoc. This is where I'm talking about you can um, talk to an attorney uh, to get advice from time to time only when you need it. You're not actually retaining the attorney to represent you in the whole case. You are still representing yourself pro se, but you're getting advice of counsel from time to time. So you can meet with an attorney, the, uh, tell the attorney what the essential facts of the case are, and the attorney will be able to tell you, hmm, okay, this is the type of petition you need to file. Um, you need to request certain types of relief, uh, certain types of time sharing schedules, that kind of stuff. Um, that way, not just at the beginning, but throughout the case, when you need that advice, you've got a hearing coming up, what do you need to establish, what do you need to prove? You can meet with the attorney for 30 minutes or have a telephonic uh, for an hour, whatever the case may be, and get the advice you need. All right, number three. Okay, this is what I call a pre-suit mediation or settlement conference. So it's similar to ad hoc where you ask the attorney to represent you at a settlement conference or even a mediation that is gonna be handled before the actual divorce case is filed. That way it's a lot less expensive. You haven't had to file the the case. Um, This can be handled before the other side feels like, okay, now I've been served and now there's some expensive litigation that we're gonna engage in. Um, It's where uh, the people are more amicable, perhaps at the beginning. This works a lot of times and sometimes it doesn't, but it is an option that I would say is worth talking to an attorney about.
All right, number four, retain the attorney uh, under a limited notice of appearance. So that can be for any portion of the case. This is kind of the next step. Um, you may have been getting some ad hoc advice from an attorney. They have filed no type of notice of appearance so the court doesn't know they're necessarily involved in the case at all or giving you advice. Um, this is beyond the pre-suit um, mediation or settlement conference. This is now the lawsuit, the, the divorce action's been filed. Uh, you've asked the attorney to enter a limited notice of appearance for some aspect of the case. It might be uh, just for uh, drafting the initial pleadings. Uh, it could be for showing up at the, the first actual contested hearing for you. I've done prior videos, but you have to go to mediation first before you can go to a contested hearing with the court. Um, but the attorney can actually um, represent you at the ultimate trial with a limited notice of appearance. Now, most attorneys, good attorneys, are gonna require that there's financial affidavits filed in the case because the court's gonna require it. Uh, mandatory disclosures been exchanged so the attorney can know what assets and liabilities are out there uh, and see the documentation to est um, establish whether the financial affidavit is accurate. So you want an attorney to ha actually do their job and to make sure that everything is done correctly so that at the end of the case, you can kind of rest assured and know that everything was uh, was done right. The next step, number five, is actually go ahead and retain the attorney. Um, it's not a limited representation. This is a full representation. This is where you provide the retainer or positive trust balance. There's a difference between those. I, I believe I've done videos on that also. Um, and your attorney should seek to resolve the case pre-suit. In other words, you can retain the attorney and before the actual divorce pleading or petition is filed, the attorney can reach out to the other side with a proposed marital settlement agreement or a proposed uh, parenting plan if you have minor children so that you can try to get things resolved amicably upfront before everybody thinks, okay, we're in litigation and we're gonna um, go to town on this thing. Um, so that can save a lot of money trying to resolve the case upfront. All right, number six, if the other side will not entertain a settlement proposal um, early on in the case, then you're gonna need to move forward with the case. And so you filed your petition, they filed their answer and maybe a counter petition and you filed your answer to their counter petition. So your pleadings are kind of getting set. You're exchanging mandatory disclosure, filed your financial affidavits, and now you're ready for mediation. So this is the uncontested portion of the case. It's where the case can be settled before you ever see a judge because the judge doesn't want to see the parties until after they've been to mediation. Why? Because about 80% of cases will settle um, at or before mediation. And so that can save you a lot of money. Number seven, I'm going to insert collaborative here. 
So I've talked a lot about collaborative law. There's a, a ton of benefits of collaborative over the litigation model. Um, but in this video, I'm just talking about expense. And in collaborative, you have a collaborative attorney on each side, and then you have a mental health neutral and a financial neutral. So you do have a team of four professionals. So there is some level of expense. Won't deny that whatsoever. Um, and also collaborative depends on the number of uh, collaborative team meetings that you have. So the more meetings you have, the more expensive. Um, most collaboratives <clears throat> will take three to five meetings. I've done them as short as two meetings. And I think the longest I've done is six meetings. So it really depends there on how many meetings you have, what the expense of collaborative. Um, I'm gonna say that if you're able to resolve the case by a marital settlement agreement and or a parenting plan before mediation, then it's probably gonna be less expensive than a collaborative case. Uh, but collaborative is certainly gonna be less expensive than a contested case, which is number eight. So with a contested case, that means you've been to mediation you filed all your mandatory disclosure or your financial affidavit and all the pleadings are have been filed and discovery's been uh, conducted. And now you're in the contested mode. This is the first time you're gonna be able to see the judge and the judge is gonna be called upon to make a decision. And that's where you have to be prepared with your witnesses, all your evidence and so forth. So yes, it's it starts to get pretty expensive at this point. Um, I said 80% of the cases settle uh, by the time of mediation. Well, another 15% of cases will settle in the contested phase, but that may be well after the first uh, couple of hearings. It just depends so that the vast majority of cases settle before um, uh, option number nine, and that is trial. Trial is the most expensive part of the case trial is where the whole dog and pony show happens. That's where all of your witnesses come together. All of the evidence comes together. You have maybe a, a day of trial, maybe two days, and then the court uh, is going to have to make a decision at the end of that. Um, it's really out of your hands at that point. Collaborative would have been far better, most likely, because you would have had much more say in the final result of the case. Um, but you've gone through the litigation model and now you're fully into the trial phase and the most expensive part of the case. I told you that there are uh, 10 levels or 10 options. Well, there's actually one beyond trial and everybody's like, well, what could that possibly be? Well, believe it or not, in family law, there are oftentimes ongoing litigation after trial. That could include an appeal or more than one appeal. It could include post-trial motions for contempt uh, to enforce. Um, there could even be a post-trial modification petitions and that's beyond just a motion, like for contempt or to enforce. That's uh, like a new lawsuit. It's called a supplemental petition to modify. You're, you're, you're looking to change the time sharing schedule uh, or some other uh, aspect of the case that's uh, permissible under the law. 
So it doesn't mean in a litigation model, uh, in a family law case that you're done even after the trial. Unfortunately, the case can go on. And that's another reason why perhaps collaborative would have been a better choice in your case, unless you could settle it early on. Okay, so those are the different levels or options. Um, that uh, gets progressively more expensive as you go from option number one through uh, number 10. I hope this is helpful. I hope it helps you make a decision of what to do. You should certainly at least consult with an attorney early on so you don't miss something really big if you're gonna represent yourself pro se. All right, thanks so much. Uh, please hit that like button, that subscribe to the channel. I uh, would love to have you part of the channel. Um, please share this video with somebody if you believe it would be of help to them and leave me a comment um, and let me know if there's any other videos, any other topics that you'd like to hear me talk about in the future. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.